Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Hey, thank you so much for listening today. Uh, we, I'm, I'm moving on with part two of dealing with problems in the commonplace in life. And, and that was out of James 1, 2 through 4. And I'll read it again. I read it yesterday. I'll read it again. It's short. Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Let perseverance finish its work, that you may be mature and complete, not lacking in anything. Our Heavenly Father, may we take these words of the Bible and chomp on them and understand them and know that through our problems, through our trials, through our situations, you are bringing strength to our lives. You are maturing us. You are helping us to be able to persevere during trials. I pray, God, that you would just lead us and guide us and open up doors for us and give us that strength to move ahead in our lives. Lord, be with us as we share today. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Okay, well, I'm going to continue on from yesterday, and if I can make sure I'm in the right spot so I don't I don't duplicate what I was sharing about, but I think I can possibly do that, you know, and uh, and see where see where it takes us. But I talked about yesterday the testing of your faith it produces and finishes its work, and that's what we want to know. We got to humble ourselves before the Lord, and like I said, we need to take a stand. There's uh, problems purify our faith. Problems purify our faith. Problems allow you to understand that you can have a powerful relationship with God even though there are issues in your life. Folks, don't think that you're not close to God because you have issues in your life. Because every one of us has issues in our life. The great apostle Paul had issues in his life. The great disciple Peter had issues in his life. Billy Graham, believe it or not, had issues in his life. We all do. But those things, when we have Jesus in our corner and we learn and grow by them, it purifies us, it makes us stronger, then we can deal with things at a better level. Problems strengthen are strengthened by patience, having patience. As you well know, if you've listened to my show for the last 17 years, some of you have, is that that's one of the things I've struggled with in my life is patience. I want things and I want them now. I just have a hard time waiting. I don't like waiting in line. I will go out of the way to get in another line and then I end up getting stuck anyway because I'm just, and I, I know that, I know it's an issue with me, Everybody that knows me knows it's an issue with me, and I try to, to do a little better about it. But as I talk about all the time uh, talking to you, I struggle with it. But I, but I know one thing. God brings great strength in my life when I deal with it, when I stand strong, and he makes me think and realize when I'm not being patient. And I certainly want to be patient with people because I love people. Oh, yes, I've had people that certainly haven't cared for me. And you know what? I love them. I love them. I've had people, but not many, that have left the church for one reason or another over the many years. When you pastor the same church for over 34 years, that happens. You know, some th- people think, oh, being a pastor, well, that's a, that's a cush job. That's nothing to it. Believe me, as there's been many times I thought about what it'd be like to have an eight to five position five days a week and not deal with phone calls or emails or sad things or mad things. That we pastors, because we are called by God, 
We know that life isn't always the greatest, but you know what? It really is fun in a sense because we're serving Almighty God and we're leading people to Him. You know, it's just it's fun fulfilling the call that God has laid on my life. I remember so clearly when I was rebelling against being a pastor because my parents were pastors, my two older brothers were pastors, and I thought, I'm not going to be one of those who follow in the footsteps. I want to be like my brother, Dan, who was a school teacher and a very good school teacher. And I was going to be a coach and a school teacher. And I had most, all my education is in uh, um, elementary education. That's my education. And I graduated actually in human resource management because I wanted to be able to manage people. And then, of course, I went to, had some, I went to uh, Warner Pacific College and took some courses in, and some Christian things too, but I'm not a seminary graduate. As if anybody knows, listens to me, you know that's probably not the case. In fact, you know, in our in our in our staff, Pastor Max, our young pastor who's 29, is probably the most uh, educated as far as ministry goes. And boy, the guy is a teacher. He can teach. He is a very unique uh, teacher. Now, Alan and I, Pastor Alan and I, we're more preachers. We, but we have very unique staff, and I think uh, people appreciate that we we have a diversity in how we share. And but I, but I, you know, I just really fought going into full time ministry, even though I had worked in youth ministry under my dad just to help him out for years. I just I wasn't sure that was my calling until one day, one day when I was about twenty two, I went to be a little a counselor in a junior high camp. And at that junior high camp, we had a whole, I think, 14 kids in a room. And every single kid in that room uh, gave their lives to Christ. Every single one of them that did not know Jesus gave their lives to Christ. It sent a revival throughout the uh, camp meeting. We were having a, they, back then they had a camp meeting with adults, kids, everything. And I'm telling you, the altars were full every night. God did some supernatural things in people's life. And that's, when I felt the call that God wanted me to be a pastor. And it was, and I fought it. I said, Lord, man, I've been a coach for years already. For four or five years, I've been a coach. I had great success. I said, I want to, man, I want to do this. But the Lord opened the door. And I mean, I've told you the story before. I'm not going to go into it now. But it was an amazing story how God brought me out and brought me into ministry and opened up a door. Not only was I able to go into ministry after working at my dad in a small church, but I was called to go into a church in faith in Vancouver, Washington, that at the time was the second largest church in the Church of God. And they had, there was eight of us pastors on staff. They had me come as an intern, and I was an intern for six months. And then they uh, brought me on a staff as a junior high youth pastor because we had a big youth group. In fact, the time I left our youth group, we had about 200 kids uh, between junior high and senior high. So we had a full-time junior high, a full-time senior high pastor. And then I felt I was feeling the call that God wanted me into adult ministry. And about that time I was 28. And, uh, and so I was, and so I got some calls from some places to go. And, uh, but my senior pastor there, who was one of the top senior pastors in our church, he's Probably the greatest speaker I have ever heard. Literally, I mean, he's in heaven today, but he was—he was an amazing speaker. He asked me if I would be willing to start a singles program for uh, singles that are just out of high school, and then a divorced and widowed program. And I did that, and God blessed it. We had two wonderful, wonderful programs, and I became great friends with all those people. And today, 
are still very close friends with many of those people. In fact, I have, uh, I think, two or three of those in my church that were in my singles program in Washington that now uh, live in Boise and come to my church. It's, it's just awesome. But I'm glad I listened to God because I fought it. I fought it, but I had to be patient. I had to say, God, you help me to see what, what is best for me. See, problems help develop your character. You and I are better people because we faced problems and because we had enough faith in the Lord Jesus Christ to see us through them. Those who struggle are those who give up on believing that God knows the way and wants us to trust him completely. Yes, I would say that I was more fortunate than uh, most people because my parents emulated Jesus every day in their life. I honestly, I can't remember when they would do anything that would be against God. They were so, my folks were as pure as pure can be. Some people would say they would be very, uh, what's that say, uh, the word is uh, legalistic because, you know, you just you just didn't do anything. When I was a kid growing up, I never went to dances. And, I man, I could have went to dances uh, because, I, you know, I knew all the people and I dated a cheerleader and, and I kept her from dances because I didn't go. And, and I know that was hard on her for a whole year. And, uh, and then I didn't go to movies. I didn't play with playing cards. I had everything you can imagine. But, but I love my folks so much. I saw Jesus. I didn't want to hurt their feelings. And uh, in life, you know, of course, I'm, I'm a little bit different now. And even my dad changed over the years, you know, realizing that, hey, you know, all that isn't isn't terrible because he went to him. We drove school bus. We went to uh, took uh, kids to a movie at a theater, the now old uh, Cartram Mall Theater. And we drove and sat in there and watched the movie. And dad said, oh, this isn't, you know, it was a good movie. And and uh, I think my father and mother had all these impressions that at the movie theater, kids do all sorts of things that aren't good and this and that. Well, I got news for you. Kids do all sorts of things about any time uh, in life. And so uh, anyway, I, I, I was raised very godly, and my parents, like I said, emulated that. And it was us boys. That's why three of us were pastors, and one was a Christian school teacher, and then a writer for a Christian Living magazine, because we loved God so much, because we saw the power of God in our lives. We saw, we saw um, God work in people's lives, and we know that God wants to work in each of our lives. But uh, I just pray that God would uh, open up doors in your life that you would know that though you go through some struggles, your God will see you through. Your God knows the way through the wilderness. All you have to do is follow. Strength for today is mine all the way. All you have to do is follow. I am so glad that you listen to Christian Radio. I pray you are blessed. I pray that God anoints your life and that you can see through these troubled times And know that God is with you, and he is never, ever going to leave you. And even though you feel lonely sometimes, and even though you go through some trials sometimes, your God is there for you, and he's going to help you. Our Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, the Son of God, I come to you asking you to bless these listeners today. That you would watch over them, you would guide them, you would show them your way, And God, they would walk with you with all their might. Lord, thank you for them. Thank you for the station. Thank you for Beth Schaefer and Dave Schaefer, the leaders of this place. Bless them. Bless our listeners. We love you. We give you thanks in Jesus' name. 
Amen. LifePoint is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.